harder to sing. It is called the garden of mysteries. But whenever we gather to pray, it becomes the garden of spirits. Men don't pray, Holy Spirit does. Welcome to BBC Prayer Network, a home where we eat light and excrete flame. Shortly, you will be hearing from God's servant, Apostle Alfred Okuduru. Sit tight, it was carried spirit and power. Shalom. Because we started the teaching last week and I showed us that I think we are still dealing on prayers now. That's why I talk about life is spiritual. We are still dealing on prayers. The nine things I said God respond to. We have talked about name. Is that not true? And now we are on prayers. And last week I explained to us that or I defined prayer into three definitions. Who can still remember? Number one, I said prayer is what? Communication, yes. Number two, prayer is what? Relationship. And number three, prayer is what? Spiritual. Spiritual. Now, if you look at the scripture that we read, the Bible said in verse 12 that we are no longer debtors to the flesh. We are no longer debtors to the flesh. What does that mean? What does verse 12 mean? It means that we are no longer subject to the flesh. Meaning that the flesh does not have control over us again. And when we talk of flesh, what is flesh? Is this thing we carry truly the flesh? Touch your flesh. Is this truly the flesh? If it's yes, say yes now. Eh? The Bible says we are no longer better to the flesh. Now, the question I want to ask you before I teach you from verse 12 is that is this one the flesh? That the Bible says we are no longer dead or two. I told us last week as if man was created for us. Now let me ask you, this flesh was created for what? From it. From it. From it. From it. That true flesh is it. Not this one you see. That true flesh is it. The Bible says we are no longer debtors to the flesh. Meaning we are no longer debtors to the things that happen on earth. Yes, it is true that everybody that comes from Orogu must have diabetes. But you are no longer debtor to the flesh. What happened to Orogu people ought not to happen to you. It is true that everybody that comes from Agbaru does not travel abroad. But when you are in Christ, when you are a Christian, you are no longer debtor to the flesh. What happened to Agbaru people ought not to happen to you. If you claim to be a Christian and what happened to Agbaru people still happens to you, then you are a liar. The Bible says if any man is in Christ, what happened? He 
Because a new creation, all things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now, if you are a Nigerian and an American president now adopts you, because that, I will show you from the scripture now, now adopts you and gives you or gives you a, a citizenship of America, now makes you his own child, adopts you, an American president adopts you and makes you his own child. You now, you now have full citizenship of America. Is that not true? Now, if you have full citizenship of America, what happened to Nigerians? Even though you were a Nigerian child before you were adopted, what happened to Nigerians? Will this year apply to you? There is a truth we are not telling ourselves. The Bible says that we are no longer a debtor to the flesh. If you look at verse 13, it says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Many of us, we are living according to this earth. When the Bible is talking about flesh, it's not talking about what you carry in your bones. It's talking about earth, the portion of earth. Many of us, we are living according to the earth. Everything you do is according to the earth. Now, how do you know a man that lives according to the spirit? Can I ask that question? How do you know a man that lives according to flesh? And how do you know a man that lives according to spirit? If you are a man that lives according to what tradition says, what the word says, you are living in what? In flesh. If you are a man that lives according to the word of God, you, you base your life based on what the word of God says about you, you are living in the spirit. Why? Jesus said the words that I speak, they are what? They are spirits. You see many Christians, you claim to live in spirit and you are still practicing the tradition of flesh. Your mama go die. You go do, you go buy goats. You buy goats. Say, I did buy ammo for my family. You must buy the goats. And you give to Caesar. What belongs to Caesar. But let me tell people who give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Caesar also will give to you what belongs to you. You don't understand. The Bible says, Give and it shall. Give and it shall. Press down, shake it together, running over. So if you give a goat to a shrine, the truth is, you have qualified yourself for the shrine to give back to you. Because the Bible that you even follow, the Bible says, give and it shall be what? So the problem is, no, no, I will not stop you not to give to Caesar. There are some of you, you know that what you are doing is right. For instance, you are a Christian, you are involving yourself in abortion. See me, I, if I, if, God forbid, but if I impregnate again, because somebody wants to laugh me, who you laugh at? Even God, they laughed at God. Jesus was in the cross and they were mocking at him. Oh, look at that son of God. <laughs> God came from the cross. They will laugh with your life. I break it again because of you. I will not involve myself in the kind of sin that will, will trap my life. I'm not going to abort the baby. Say people will laugh me. Now, abortion may be approved by the world. It is normal. It is even medically advised that a baby that you don't want 
you can abort it. Is it a sin? Eh? Is it a sin? But you see, Christians, we will, we will ignore the sin. I will say, yeah, in a normal manner, even my mama did one. They are made, are they pastors' wives, are they not doing abortion? Are they not pastors who are doctors and nurses who are aborting children? Because they are medical practitioners. Permit it. It is legal medically. But the question is, whatever is good or approved by the flesh, is it approved by the spirit? Then the spirit of God approve it. So a Christian must be able to understand that your living should be living by the word of God. Jesus told Satan in Luke chapter 4, verse 4, he said, Man shall not live by bread alone. But many of us, we are living by bread. You know what it takes to live by bread? Live by bread means living by us. There are many of you. Eh? you in fact, if you believe, I won't believe it until God scatter my head. If you believe eh, that as you are there, even though you don't have job, that God will still take care of you. Raise your hand. You sure? <laughs> Say no job. I don't know about you, but Jesus is taking care of me. Say no job. I never believed this in my life. That means I believe if you don't have job for one more, two months, you are dead. But I don't have jobs in February. And Jesus is taking care of me. He's taking care of me. He's taking care of me. I am. See, David said, he says, since I was born and now. I am getting old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. So meaning that before you will get to that level of say, I will not beg for bread. You must be something. You must be something. And that something is righteousness. And what is righteousness? Righteousness is living by the word of God. Many of us, we want to live by the word of God when we don't even know the word of God. And for when we read, yeah, Paul was telling the people, the, the people in Rome, he said that if you are in Christ, that you are no longer a debtor to the flesh. You come from a family where nothing works. You say, and I say, they are for my family. Are you, are, are you living according to the will of the flesh? You look at the situation and you say, look. I am not a debtor to flesh. So the fact your father did not travel abroad means you don't travel. The fact your father did not have Okada, it means you said no go, you go the train. You look at the situation and you say, look, I live by the spirit. And the Bible says, well, if you live by the spirit, let's look at it. Verse 13. For if you live according to the flesh, you will what? Die. But if you live by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. You will live. I will start this morning by teaching us five deadly spirits. Welcome back. What you hear is what you hear. No man can be greater than is yesterday's words consumption. Words are the food your future needs to grow with tomorrow. Your today's life is a reflection of your yesterday's waste consumption. While your tomorrow's life will be a reflection 
of your today's world's consumption. Hope you are blessed with this teaching. Join us again for another addiction soon. For prayers, counseling, and testimony, call plus 234-7038-463-585. Be blessed and lifted. Shalom.